What's going on, man? Oh, what's up, brother? Uh, well, uh, we've got a, a pretty a pretty fun topic, but in, but before we get to the fun, uh, you know, we we we, we kind of dabble quite a bit in video games on on our podcasts here, and uh, you know, it's always a recurring theme. Uh, we've been kicking the Amico down the road for a long time, <laughs> just like in, in television has. Exactly, um, but uh, I know you've uh, you've kind of gone all in on the, uh, the PS5 world and uh, trying to get some software. Sounds like it hasn't gone so well lately, has it? Yeah. So um, Amazon, let's let's have a chat. Uh, I ordered uh, two games because they were on super super discount sale, um, especially compared to what I can find them for locally uh, when I can find them. So I ordered uh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2, and I ordered um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. And so far, I've only gotten Tony Hawk, but we've run into a little issue. So some systems, it's an even bigger issue because they are truly region locked and you can't play software on you know, your United States PS5 or North American PS5, I should say. Because it's a an Asian region or a you know whatever region it is, PS5 doesn't have necessarily that problem as far as playing the game. The PS5 is is not region locked; it's open, so you can play games from any country in the world. Mm -hmm. However, there's a little teeny tiny problem when you need to do DLC because the DLC is not region free. Hmm. So. In this particular, and plus, I just like to have games from the North American region for my collection. I don't know why. I would assume because of availability reasons and stuff, but a lot of games, the value actually changes based on what region it's from. Um, and again, not to say that I'm that I'm getting Tony Hawk because I think it's going to be worth a billion dollars. Not to say that I'm getting any game because I think it's going to be worth a billion dollars, but. I like to have my, you know, United States region games for my collection because I do collect and I like them all to be uniform. Um, Amazon, you had listed Tony Hawk. You had a picture of the American or the, the North American um, region disc. And then I got something that I literally have no idea what region it's from. I'm assuming it's from Europe or from maybe Australia. I, I really don't know. Um, but it's not it's not right. It's not what's good. the uh, what's the rating sticker color on it? It's like a God, I wish I, I it's somewhere in here. I think it's like a it's like a blue. Like, but it's a big ass rectangle, and the problem hmm. is that they censor it differently between the different regions, too. Right, right, yeah, I knew that. So, okay, so yeah, looking at that, it does have the big blue M course, course language and online interactivity. Is that wow? So, it gets that wow. So, okay, so let's see, let's see if we can figure out, yeah, because I looked and I can't really find. I looked at a website that had pictures of different regions and stuff. And see, this one, of course, has a printed out sticker over the back. And so, um, you know, it, it's just... P-E-G-I? Pan-European Game Information? Was that... Yeah, that might be... No? That would make sense, because I believe it's a... I think it's in... Well, I have a... See, I have one of these games. I actually have the pan-European version of Mario and Rabbids for the same exact reason. Picked it up off Amazon, and that's the one I got. But that one works fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, Switch games are um, region-free as well. I don't so, see... AU. So this is Australia. Uh, okay, I was going to say, because it didn't quite look like the European one. Yeah, so this is an Australian game. Now they have different again, they they censor it differently based on the different 
um, the different regions. And so, look, I don't know what the difference. Maybe there's no difference. But the bottom line is I bought what was supposed to be the North American version. And I got the Australia version. And it requires download. So I don't know that I'm going to get everything that I'm supposed to get by having this game. All right, because of the DLC issue. Right. So that game's got to go back now. And it's just, and I'm hoping that, and it's not the first time I've had that issue, but, you know, it, it's just starting to piss me off. The first couple, it's only happened a couple times, but it seems like it's happening more, more often now. And, like, it's not a situation where I expect Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 to be, like, worth a ton of money. But at the same time, it, you know, just for my collection, I want it to be. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's part of it. Like, I don't you, want the whole thing. Right. You bought the you bought the system. You want to get the games that were meant for said system, um, and then and then try to at least try to get everything that comes with the game, especially in a game like that, which has been look. It's we we both know it's re release, but we're talking about a game that's been you know out for you know in terms of of time like a couple of decades now. Uh, right. But it's it's a re-release, double set, and even the double set's been out for a little while now. Um, so you you know should be able to get everything that you want. Um, you know, I think really I, the only thing uh, I actually have that game downloaded um, digital. I don't have a physical, and I think the only thing that I wondered initially was um, licensing, like uh, music and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that was the only thing that I wasn't 100% certain about. But truth be told, like, I've had no issues playing it. And nothing's bothered me with it. You know, and I played it quite a bit, you know, a few months ago. Um, so if there's anything missing, like, I didn't. was I was unaware, basically. Right, right. So. And, and that's the thing, too. Like, I, yeah, you know what? Could I sign up for, I you know, I could, I checked. I could pay the, what, $22. I think it said I could pay $22 extra for the rest of the year, like, or to get the next level of PlayStation plus for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. um, mine expires, I think in December. So I would have to wait until December to, um, you know, or I, I would have it until December. And then I would have to decide if I wanted to, to go back to my lower tier, my, my plebeian tier of PlayStation plus, or if I wanted to stay at the higher tier. Um, but I, you know, you know how we've been talking about physical games. We've made no secret that I love physical games and physical copies of games, and so obviously I want the physical copy. Yeah. And so I don't know, man. It, it just bugs me that that Amazon has they've gotten so lax in a lot of stuff while they're raising prices on stuff. And I mean, it's the same with everybody. Everybody's trying to charge more for less. But Amazon, as far as the quality control, has really gone downhill, and it's really starting to piss me off um, at, to the point where I'm probably going to cancel Prime in the near future. I'm probably going to wait until uh, the boys and in, uh, what is it, Invincible? Yeah. Invin no, is it Invincible? Am I thinking the right one? Yeah, Invincible, the uh, animated series from Seth Rogen with, um, oh, fuck, it's a superhero show, but it's really good. And um, so probably gonna wait till they come back out. And then once I'm done with those seasons, I'm probably canceling Prime. Because at this point, like I've ordered, I had ordered Funko Pops from them in the past. And they come like in these plastic things, like like plastic bags, essentially. And they're all mashed up. Mm -hmm. um, I ordered stuff for Peyton for Christmas. And it comes in and the, the boxes are smashed and like nothing is. And I realized once it leaves the... The cut, you know, once at least, but there's been like Lego sets and stuff that I've bought for them, and they ship them in the little plastic bags, and then they come and they're smashed. So then I'm trying to wrap this present, and look, my wrapping skills leave a lot to be desired as it is. <laughs> so, like, me trying to wrap a destroyed box just is not, it's not cool, it's not fun, it's not pretty. Yeah, no, I, I haven't, I had the, the one issue with the rabbits game. Uh, and again, that could have been my own fault. I don't know. Uh, I just assumed it had the picture of like what any other Switch game I've ever bought um, was. And, and I really haven't bought that many from Amazon for that reason because that was one of the first games I remember getting, you know. 
uh, for it, at least within the first like year or two, maybe. And um, when I saw that green sticker on it, I was like, what is that? Right. Like, and then I realized, oh, this is a different region, but it still played fine. You know, I had no issues with it. Um, right. But still, then it was like, it's different than all my other games. <laughs> so, right. And that's the thing. Like, I know it's such a nitpicky, like, like first world problem to have, but it just pisses me off, dude. I'm so anal with that stuff where, like, I've got it, like, all my Blu rays and DVDs and stuff when they're out and not packed are in alphabetical order. And then I have to make sure that if it's a, if it's, one where I have the Blu-ray and I have the DVD and they're in separate ones. I put the DVD first and then I put the Blu-ray and I've got to have that order. It's got to be in alphabetical order. And if it's not, it pisses me off. So one day, um, my wonderful friend, Aaron came over while I was away for the weekend and she was hanging out with Stephanie and she decided she was going to move some stuff around <laughs> because she knew how bad it would piss me off. So first thing I did, as soon as I got home, I looked over and I was like, somebody messed with my stuff. <laughs> and I can see like right off the bat. And I'm like, fine. I'm sitting there. And I sat there and I freaking went and redid stuff. I'll bug the shit out of me. I'm weird like that, man. I don't know. Maybe I. No, maybe I no. I, I mean, I don't think it's, it's, uh, I remember when I would have things out, I would do the same thing. I'd have them alphabetized. I would whatever, but, um, you know, it's, uh, but no, I totally get it. Like, especially with the uh, the wrong region game, it's. Just, I mean, look, you buy a wrong region like movie, um, unless you have the proper player. Well, let's go back in time here; it won't even work. <laughs> so, right. I mean, this this isn't like a far stretch from reality here, where stuff is like you said. It's different because of content that's being blocked, because how Europe and how certain countries in Asia and how Australia and how whoever they'll get a game title, uh, and even like a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. There may be something there that you know they censor that's not censored in the states, um, for whatever reason. You know, right. that's just how their policies are. That's how they run things. I mean, whatever. That's just what it is. You know, but uh, I don't play the American version. <laughs> America. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, let's let's move on here. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of kick us off into our our main topic here. I. Uh, you look, you and I have been really big, you know, Simpsons fans since we were kids. I mean, that, that show started when we were kids. Um, so this isn't anything that's like, you know, oh, wait, what are we talking about? Like this random stuff of a show that we hardly ever have watched. But this has been something that we literally grew up with. Right. And it's still on to this day. And I'll make, I've made the comment on here before, I really have not watched much of the last like 10, 12 years, you know, I really, really don't have much frame of reference other than maybe a clip or a Halloween show or something. Um, but about a year ago or so, I stumbled into this music artist who was taking his classic Simpsons clips and just making music out of it. And the uh, name was uh, Dankmas and uh, has done all these like random albums just full of Simpsons clip songs. And, what I noticed was he's picking stuff that was like basically first 10 seasons. So everything was like really classic and it got me into, you know, I had introduced my kids to Simpsons before, but really not at any depth. So then over the past year, like really getting into it, but particularly like the first 10 seasons. Um, and then just really finding the humor in some of these episodes that I've loved for a long, long time that I've seen multiple times, but then like diving in and like really rediscovering these random characters that were in the back of my head, but like, you know, never something, you know, obviously I don't think about every day. And uh, it's like, well, I, I threw a text out to you last night. I was like, oh, let's, let's do one where we just talk about like our favorite Simpsons characters. Like no matter if they're obscure or, you know, like Homer, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't know, I just thought it'd be fun, you know, because there's the, the universe is so big. You know, the fan bases constantly talk about, you know, how big the Star Wars universe is or the Lord of the Rings or those. I don't know that anything holds a candle in The Simpsons. No. Honestly. It's just I, ridiculously big. I mean, look, the Star Wars 
universe, whatever you want to call it, it's been around for over 40 years now. Um, I think the first one came out in, what, 77? Yes. So, it's older than me, which is fucking old. Um, I'll be 43 this year. It is, I think Return of the Jedi is, or no, um, what is, The Empire Strikes Back is turning 40 this year. So, like, it, it's, it, it's been around for a long time. Now, unlike The Simpsons, it kind of, it's always been around. But it kind of took a took a lull for a while and kind of laid low, and there was no new Simpson or no new Star Wars properties from the around the time that like um, Return of the Jedi came out until you get to the re-releases um, in the in the nineties, right? Mm-hmm. And then obviously we know what happened with the um, uh, with the with the prequels. Right, so, which we won't speak of. Um, so it had it had a, a good ten year kind of hiatus almost. It was still in pop culture; everybody still knew what it was, but it wasn't nearly as popular. The Simpsons, since it came out, it may have dipped in popularity, but it has never stopped putting out content. Whether it's new episodes, whether it's a movie, whether it's a video game, there's always something. And honestly, all of our, you know, anybody who grew up within, between like the, the mid 80s to the, to the 90s, to the early 2000s, whether you like it or not, your life has been affected by The Simpsons in some way, shape or form. Oh, yeah. If it, yeah, I always go back to it. If it wasn't for them, there would be no South Park. There'd be no Family Guy. There would be no, you know, and, and I say that in the sense of the popularity of the level certainly wouldn't be there. Right. You know, um, Beavis and Butthead, King of the Hill, you know, there's a lot of cartoons and a lot of very good cartoons that obviously The Simpsons paved the way for. Right. Um, and don't get me wrong. There's been episodes of Beavis and Butthead. There's been episodes of Family Guy. There's been that I ultimately find way funnier than many Simpsons episodes. However, from a classical perspective in terms of animation in our generation, it is really hard to beat that the, 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 the universe the characters, the writing, especially early on, um, you know, you're talking like Conan O'Brien and some of these really famous uh, writers and comedians um, that did work on on the show. So uh, I don't know. That's what kind of made me think. Just there's a lot of different things that kind of you know sp- you know spun me back into it. And man, it's just it's amazing. Some of these the minor characters and and really like I said, look, I, it, it's hard not to love Homer. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, you know, I'm I'm hoping we go a, a bit deeper than that, and uh, I don't oh, kind of sorry. We're we definitely will because I've got I've got quite a few on here that, you, that I know you're going to know, but you're gonna be like, really, you like them? Yeah, that's what I'm curious about. So, all right, let's let's kick it off, man. I'm curious to see who who you've got. Let's let's do uh, let's do a couple on yours. Let's start with the first one, and we actually kind of discussed this one, um, I think, through text, and it's it's guess guy. And he's been in he's been in a handful of episodes, but the very first episode and the line that I always come back to is Yes, <laughs> yes. And I had a stroke. Yeah. yeah, Homer going, why do you talk like that? <laughs> so I, I'll always come back to that. That's one of my just random ass favorite characters. So yeah. Yeah, and and you know it's funny because I, I it's you brought him up last night. I went back and I started watching clips, and that line came up first, you know, front and center, and then you know the Spanish one, see, see, <laughs> and uh, it's so funny because several different episodes where that guy pops up, and uh, there's one where he's like he's on the phone with somebody I can't remember who it was, but he's like no, no, like he's talking very normal, and he's like yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's such a good one. And the, and then I think what makes it funnier too, is the way they, his facial expressions, yes. it's just so out yes. there. Yeah. Oh, but that's a good, good classic character, man. I, I, you said that one. I was like, yeah, it's exactly what I'm thinking of. Um, the, uh, um, you know, going, going into, uh, one of the ones I thought about, 
you know the episode and i think this is the uh i think it's the hank scorpio episode where homer they all move and I completely forgot about Hank Scorpio. Yeah, and I wasn't even gonna name him as like a because uh, I like I like the character, but like yeah. I was thinking of somebody else, um, like in that episode. So Bart and Lisa go to new school, and like uh, Bart gets stuck in I think it's like uh, like a remedial class. Yeah, yeah, and it's all of the uh, the kids at the new school. So uh, the one kid like Gordy. Like I moved here from Canada and they think I'm slow, eh? <laughs> you know, like it's it's so good. And and then you have um the uh the other kid, he's got like the Freddy Krueger shirt on. Yeah. He's like, I start fires. <laughs> and then the uh the girl that's sitting at the table is basically Ralph Wiggum with a wig, which is just fantastic. I mean it's so good. So that whole like little scenario, and I believe that's the only time they ever show up. Yeah. You know, and it's like a you're talking like a 15, 20 second clip. Right. But it's just so, so good. But yeah, that episode too is the Hank Scorpio episode, which my goodness, what a fantastic character he is. Oh, it really is. And and just there's so much to love from that episode, like where where Homer's discussing his uh his leadership style. He's like he's it's something like well, I I get them to work harder with the promise of donuts and more donuts to come. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Can you guys work harder? <laughs> sure thing, Homer. Uh, such a good one. Uh, sure thing, Mr. Simpson. Mr. Simpson, yeah. 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 Uh, all right. All right. So, so you, so who do you got, man? Who's next? Uh, I'm I'm throwing up uh, Artie Ziff. Oh, nice. And Artie Ziff. Specifically, just because he's so fucking creepy, and also John Lovitz, which, hey, you know, if you're gonna put a creepy guy in, you put John Lovitz. But um, the scene where he's in the closet and he's singing "Sweet Dreams Are Made of These," he's like, <laughs> "I am watching you from the closet." <laughs> so that's uh, you know, I, I had to throw that shit in there. Oh, good old Artie Ziff, man. That's a. Uh... And you know, a longtime character, and yeah, John Lovitz. And what's funny though, because John Lovitz actually had um shown up as the critic, yes, um, on The Simpsons, which I always thought was kind of funny, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got to go with uh, one of my all time favorites again, only a as far as I know, only a one episoder, um, but Mr. Monorail himself, Lyle Landley, yes, uh, I, I actually so. On my notes, I just put Phil Hartman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's just let's talk Phil Hartman because yeah. So you've got Lyle Landley, you've got Troy McClure, you've got Lionel Hutz. Uh, I mean, look, there's so many iconic characters. Um, and rest his soul. I mean, Phil Hartman died at a very young age, and Such honestly, a terrible way. And, and honestly, really, oddly enough, very early in the Simpsons run, if you think about it, comparative to how long the show's been on. Yeah. Um, but just a fantastic uh, actor. Um, absolutely. Yeah, th those characters, though, man, I don't know. I, he's hard to beat. Yeah, he really is. And, and the monorail episode that you mentioned, you know, that's one of my top, I'd say top five episodes of all time. It's so good. It's just you got Leonard Nimoy showing up and potentially actually being Mr. Spock instead of actually being Leonard Nimoy. Um, you got the monorail song. No, got no. Just everything about it is just so good. The uh, and the whole like, there's a lot of great lines in that. You know, that's where the the uh, donuts is there anything they can't do line comes from yeah that's after, after he saves it by you know throwing the, the the big m through the with the lasso and and hooking it in like an anchor yeah um but no it's just it's so good the uh thing that i always thought was thought was funny too it's like the uh i built them in north haverbrook ogdenville blah 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 and he's on the plane with like the lyle landley's on the plane with the, the briefcase full of money and uh they're having to take a detour and uh he's like oh no and the uh, citizens of the town come uh <laughs> come yeah. and pummel him <laughs> uh it's, it's such a good one but now yeah now phil hartman just lended his voice to so many 
great characters of the show and yeah it's uh i don't know just uh yeah rest in peace phil yeah for real and he i mean let's and let's talk real quick since we're talking about him just like iconic roles not only on that on um news radio on saturday night live just in general just a great actor a great comedic actor um the character of um oh fuck what's it zap brannigan on futurama was supposed to be voiced by phil hartman he was made he was designed and and basically created for phil hartman to play that role right um, and then obviously you know he he didn't wasn't able to fulfill that but like that was he, he had he's left not only an indelible mark on the simpsons but on future projects that that matt Groening did you know yeah so phil, phil hartman died in uh 1998 all right isn't that crazy that's insane um but yeah his simpsons work was like we said lionel hutz troy mcclure they were basically his big ones right um you know really really kind of hard to get you know kind of past that but as you said yeah he uh you know was was all chimed up to be uh, part of futurama yeah you know and uh yeah it sucks like i uh you know boy he had so much left to give and especially in that universe of the simpsons man it's right. uh yeah it definitely sucks um all right the, so all right let's go i'm gonna go with uh one mr well, I shouldn't say Mister. I should say Doctor Nick. Ah, uh, good old Doctor. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, Doctor Nick. <laughs> you know, it's just a classic, just quack character. Um, just dude. Anytime he's on screen, I'm laughing at some point. The um. Oh, let me look. I gotta think. I gotta look a couple of these up, man, because his some of his quotes are so good. Um, the okay, so here's one where uh, Smithers after he gets stung uh, by B, and uh, Doctor Nick goes, "Holy smokes, you need booze." Uh, <laughs> it's the one where they, you know, he's he's uh, Smithers is on the bike with Burns, and he gets stung by the B in the face, and Burns is like, "Push harder, man, push harder." And they finally get to the hospital. And the bike falls over, and they get stretcher burns in, and Smithers is just light lying there. And Doctor Nick, yeah, holy smokes, you need booze. <laughs> yeah, it's he's just such a good character, um, you know, and a bit, you know, bit player. But every scene he's in, he steals. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Again, he's one of those weird characters that he's not ever on um, in in any episode for more than a few seconds, but, uh, throws out a great one or two lines and it's just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, I'm going to go with a couple, I'll do a couple here. I'll, I'll do, uh, you know, obviously more known and then kind of an unknown, but they're related. So I'm going to have to go with Milhouse and then his dad. Um, <laughs> you know, cause Kirk Van Houten is just, I don't know. What, what a fucking train wreck. Oh my goodness. He just, and if you look at like some of his, like, you know, uh, famous lines, like the, uh, I sleep in a racing car. Do you, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Dude, all right, we got it since, all right, since we're talking about that, we got to talk about something. They, he, and, um, God, why can't I remember her name? Um, the mother, Mrs. Van Houten, they got to be related, right? Yeah, I always thought that was kind of funny with the Simpsons, you know, because you had like certain characters like that that looked identical, <laughs> right? Like they look identical. The um, the wig, the is yeah, the Wiggums looked identical, yeah, because like it's just weird how that and, and and really, um, you know, if you think if you start pairing people off like Marge and Homer pretty much polar opposites yeah as far as how they are like body type and whatever um but yeah like body types are the same for both van houtens are both the same for the wiggums the identical almost identical facial features you know it's yeah it is weird <laughs> i mean it makes it makes sense as to why ralph is like borderline you know yeah helmet worthy <laughs> and then millhouse has all the medical problems 
Yeah, he does. Their parents are related. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you're not wrong. I don't think there's <laughs> any debate there. Uh, but so good though. Like Kirk, Kirk just has a lot of good ones, and obviously Millhouse. I mean, things coming up, Millhouse. Yeah, that's and that's got to be. You know, look, anyone's a fan of The Simpsons. That's a top ten line of anybody. Yeah. You know. Um, and even if you're not a fan of the Simpsons, I've heard that, you, you know, that's thrown around quite, quite a lot. Um, you know, just with anything. Right. All right. So who are you thinking of next? Uh, so I've got, um, I've got a couple characters on here. I, I've got, as far as characters, I mean, I didn't put any of the main, main characters, um, because I wanted to go with like more the little known, but mm -hmm. you know, I so I figured we'll get through these these ones and then and then you know go through yours and then we can kind of dig in on the on the bigger characters and maybe some some quotes that we use or specific um, episodes. So I've got as far as um, little bit characters, Cletus. Oh yeah, yeah, I've got him too. Yeah, I mean Cletus the slackjawed yokel um yeah you know and, and all of his kids <laughs> yeah and all of his kids yeah dude it, they're just there's amazing amazing characters it, it's i love it and then and then bart ends up falling in love with one of them in one of the episodes oh yeah he, he falls in love with one of cletus's daughters and somehow she's like the least like inbred one of them and and certainly less inbred than fucking Millhouse or or Ralph. And uh you've got uh Cletus uh which I always forget this his I always know it was Cletus the Slackjawed Yokel because of the song. Yeah. Um but uh his uh, his full name is Cletus Spuckler. Yes, Cletus Spuckler. <laughs> Cletus Spuckler. Um so I, I'm gonna I'll give you one more um, and this one's kind of a this one's kind of a uh, cheat because it's it's two um, Rod and Todd. Oh yes, I don't want any damn vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, they're so good because they're so they're so lame, but they'll every once in a while come up with something like. That just out of nowhere that that you're like get the fuck now yeah the uh and the the banter is so good too like that's the that's the crazy thing because like you said they're so lame and there's um you know not a whole lot really going on there but the uh some of the quotes and this again i go back to them too like the uh the, the facial expressions because they're so boring it doesn't take much for them to be funny yeah you know, so like anytime there's just like it's because it's a dumb line, but it's like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're good. Um, all right, who else you got? All right. Um, I'm gonna go with uh uh I'm gonna go with Jasper. Um Ooh, good one. You know, you know, he's the you know, uh he's the old man, obviously with the long beard. Actually, I had to look up because I didn't know his name. It's yeah. Jasper Jasper. I knew Jasper, obviously. But um, it's Jasper Beardley, which makes a lot of sense. Um, did not know that, so I learned that. Um, but that's the the guy, and I always think about that that one episode um, when they uh, <laughs> all the teachers are on strike. Uh, that's a paddling. That's paddling. Oh, you better believe that's a paddling. <laughs> I, I like the 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 old man dancer. The the old yeah. man dancers. Oh, yeah. he ain't much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, and the um, he's the guy that gets stuck in the freezer. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, he's so good. Now he, uh, and if I remember correctly, too, wasn't he in the Who Shot Mr. Burns ones where he takes a shot in a leg, but he's got a prosthetic? Yes, yeah, he's yeah. got the wooden leg. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I always liked his character, and I just you know one of those uh, things where the. Uh, he subs in the school, man. That that paddling stuff, man. I just I lose it every time. Yeah. Well, you better believe that's a paddling. <laughs> he reminds me. Of, well, no. And then in the credits of that episode, they were when he's they were doing the credits, and then he's going through, and he's like, 
Yep, you're getting to paddling. <laughs> yeah, paddling. yeah, yeah that's right. Yep, that's right. <laughs> but uh, speaking of him, what about Hans Moleman? Oh, dude, yeah, I have him too on this, uh, man. All right, so I've got to, I, you'll have to go through one of your, do you have any good Hans Moleman lines? Because I've got, I've got one. I, dude, other than, no, because he didn't even say that. I was going to say, other than we're cold and frightened, but that was Grandpa Simpson. Mm-hmm. So I, I really I can't think of any mole man lines off the top of my head, but I just every time I see him I fucking laugh. Oh, he's the best. He's I mean uh, you know obviously I think his fame came from the uh, man getting hit by football. Yeah, you know I mean that's where the character really took off. But the uh, I, the one thing I and I remembered I took this down as a note last night and I, I dude I I rewatched the scene too because it's just so funny. But he's uh, talking with Reverend Lovejoy, and Reverend Lovejoy goes, "All right, Hans, time to go." And Hans looks over at Homer and goes, "But he ate my last meal." And Reverend Lovejoy goes, "If that's the worst thing that happens to you today, consider yourself lucky." Hans <laughs> goes, "Are you really allowed to execute people in a local jail?" Reverend Lovejoy goes, "From this point on, no talking." <laughs> <laughs> and it's so good. Oh my god! It's just it's Dude. it's. I don't know, like just watching the little clips too. And I watched that one last night. It was like, oh, this is this is just amazing. Yeah, it's so fucking. Good. Yeah, he's uh, he's a good one. He, um, but he, you know, it's funny. He shows up quite a bit, um, not in every episode, um, but he's, you know, one of those. I think after the football bit with him, he just, you know, was one that would show up more frequently. Mm-hmm. You know, like he was written, and they're like, oh, we got to find ways to make this character more prevalent. Because everyone loves him, and he was one that that actually underwent a um, a skin color change. Because yeah, because he was a lot darker earlier on. Yeah, yeah. and I and I don't I don't know Smithers. It was an accident or something like that, or was I don't remember if it was an accident or if they once they realized they were going to make him gay, they they didn't want him to be gay and black to be like a complete token character, but. Um, I, but he was he and Smithers were both uh yeah they were both darker skin that was almost it was weird they it was a shade of brown that was a little bit lighter than a poo yeah initially right right and then they yeah then they I, but it's weird though if you look back at some of those really early episodes though um not just with skin color but there's a clothing color mm-hmm. like oddities too um and I always chalk that up to they were struggling trying to get some of these either I, I you know obviously computers make things a lot easier now uh you know i know when that show started i, I remember hearing things like it would take months to finish one episode right because of all the animation and whatever else that went into it and so i can understand there you know shortcuts being made with certain colors not matching at times mm-hmm. you know so but yeah. the yeah all right. Um, all right. Yes, definitely, definitely up on Mole Man. He's a he's a classic. Um, all right, so I'm going to go a little bit more, maybe one episode or here uh, with uh, Mr. Black. Mr. Black. Mr. Black. Yeah, Krusty's uh, bestest buddy in the whole wide world. <laughs> um, and <laughs> when he introduces himself, he goes, "For the past 15 years, I was president of Euro Krusty Land." Until it blew up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was so good though. Like he uh, again, deadpan. You know, there's really nothing there. He's not supposed to be funny, right? But man, I just love it. Like, well, and that episode, that was always it was a good episode, but it was funny to me that they based a video game off of a one episode concept that has never been mentioned again yeah and what game was that be that would be um the simpsons escape from camp crusty yeah yeah which is insane isn't it yeah like it, and i think it was year wasn't it like two or three years after the episode aired that they even released the game and it, it was only on game boy yeah yeah um Anyway, yeah, there was it's uh, yeah. I just looked it up. Uh, the Simpsons, Bart Simpsons escaped from. I was they actually called it Camp Deadly, but it's the same. Oh, same yeah. thing. Say exactly the same thing because obviously Camp Krusty was not very friendly. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird though. You're right though. Like they basically have this Game Boy only game um, that is basically derivative of, I guess it's derivative of that episode. It has to be right. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine it's unless well, they unless they or they yeah. took the or or went the other way. Yeah, it could be the other way. Actually. I'm looking this up now. I'm in a curiosity because okay, here's the funny thing. So that game came out in North America in November of '91. So let's see here. Uh, Simpsons Camp Krusty episode. This was an early episode. It's season four. Maybe, maybe this one worked the other way. Okay, wow. So that so you're you're very close. It's weird. So maybe this worked the other way. So you can't cross the episode was uh, September of '92. So, so maybe oh. it did was maybe it did derive off the game. Yeah, because I'm wondering too. Like, because that's dude. I feel like that's one of those Mandela effect things. Because I could. I mean, although I'm also old, and I, my only experience playing that game was like one time for five minutes on the bus. Somebody let somebody brought their Game Boy to school. Yeah, I never played it. So, and, uh, but I could have sworn it was Escape from Camp Krusty, but it makes more sense. To yeah, me. it's. I would. And, you know, here's the funny thing too. It's very, it's very possible based on the release timing that both were being worked on simultaneously, and you know the writers had their hands in, yeah. in both. They had to have. Um, but that's that's interesting though. I, I and I forgot, I forgot all about that game. Um, and that's probably the only time we'll ever talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, you know, I, because we we've talked um, uh, Bart versus the Space Mutants on our bracket of bad stuff, um, and just video games in general. And I'm sure that'll come up again. Uh, we've talked Simpsons arcade game, yeah, uh, many a times, and I'm sure that'll come up again. This game's a kind of an unknown. You know, I don't know much about it. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. So. I don't know, but yeah, Mr. Black's uh, definitely up there for me. Mr. Black. And that fucking Dank Mouse or Dankmus song is stuck in my head now. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to go with, and this is where I start to get a little bit more, you know, without being main cast, I get a little bit more main character-y. Okay. Um, with, uh, with Kent Brockman. And groundskeeper Willie. Oh, both are just. I mean, Ken Brockman's amazing, especially yeah. the way when he like never doesn't fully realize that he's live on camera. Yeah, those, those scenes. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, the two, but the two of them at varying times have been like my favorite characters, like favorite side characters. Um, you know, we we always use the I for one welcome our new line. <laughs> you know, like yes. Yes. that's the line that that always get used that always gets used. Um, you know, there's just there's so much there, so much material. And Willie, like when the kids are stuck and he's like, Grease me up, I'm going in. Going in. <laughs> like that the one tree has a horror where he's trying to save him. Every yeah. time, and he takes an axe to the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so good. Now he he's yeah, and it, it's great too because he's in a lot of episodes. Um, he's a, you know, I know he's a side character. My goodness, uh, he in the cartoon world gets a lot of screen time. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and and quite honestly, outside of Skinner, might be the most prominent person out of the school. Yeah. You know, really, I mean, to me, anyway, yeah, I, I think Groundskeeper Willie is more identifiable than, like, going back to, like, you know, obviously Edna and Lunch Lady Doris and some of the other ones. Yeah, Chalmers. Yeah, Super Nintendo Chalmers. Super Nintendo Chalmers. I really, like, at some point, I really want to, I want someone to make me a Super Nintendo Chalmers. I know, I know you've seen that. Oh, it's awesome. Picture. Oh, I really want someone like I will buy all the supplies. I just need somebody like artistically talented, talented enough to recreate that Super Nintendo. Chalmers. Yeah, those are so good. I I certainly would have no idea where to begin. So yeah. can you just wrap this for me? <laughs> hey, you know what? That's actually a good idea. Is maybe if we could print out that picture. Nah, that won't work. <laughs> that would be really cool. I would I would love a, a custom Super Nintendo Chalmers. 
Um, I'm going to go with a uh, a really obscure character for the fact that it's only on, for as far as I know, it's only on screen for like maybe 15 seconds and never shows up again is the uh, robotic Richard Simmons. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot about robotic Richard Simmons. <laughs> Holy shit. What a great gag that was. Oh, it's so good. Um, and then they, I think they actually have like, is it that episode or something else they do like an outtake of? I can't remember. They there's something that they reference it in, but they uh, because that maybe it's that one where uh, he shoots him and his eye folds back in like the Terminator. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's so good though. I absolutely love that character. Um, yeah. I remember like when I was younger, the first time I saw that episode. Like that was my favorite part of that episode, and I thought that was the greatest Simpsons character that ever been aired. <laughs> yes, <laughs> dude, you're not wrong. It was so. Oh my god, it was so good. I was so damn good. Uh, that was so, one of my favorites. Um, I'm gonna do another one real quick here. Uh, yeah. One that's a more mainstream, and uh, but again, throws out so many good one-liners. It's times Disco Stew. Oh, Disco Stew doesn't advertise. Exactly. There you go. That's exactly the line I had. Yeah, oh, um, I love it. And that's uh, that came and that whole character came out of a like a throwaway fucking joke. Yep. Yep. Oh, so so good. I mean, how how that's how great these writers are. They took a throwaway fucking joke and turned it into a character that endures today. Yeah. That. You know, but everybody fucking loved it, so they had to bring it back. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, love this ghost too, man, and the whole uh, platforms with dead fish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking disco stew. I mean, but let's look at some of the characters they've done like that. Like, all right, it's disco stew, Duffman. Duffman yeah. could have been like a one-off character, but they managed to actually give him a backstory and like Barry Duffman. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah, like he could have just been this one note joke and they actually managed to give him depth, you know, and like he, it's God, it's so fucking good. Comic book guy, Jeff Anderson. Yeah. Which Jeff Anderson. Holy shit. That's the dude from Clerks. Yeah. That's not weird. I wonder if that's, I wonder no. if that's on purpose. It's good. No, Maybe. Maybe. I wonder if that's on purpose. Now that I never put two and two together. Oh no! Hold on, it's, you're close. It's Jeff Albertson. Albertson. Okay. Uh, so, all okay. Right, all right, I was right. gonna say because that's really weird. Then. Yeah. All right. Wow, so, but it's funny. He didn't get his name until season sixteen. Right, and how? <laughs> since what? Like season two, three? Yeah, he's early. And he yeah he doesn't doesn't get a name besides comic book guy until fucking like. 15 years later like yeah and that's the thing like a lot of the later episodes they would take these sub characters and wrap whole episodes around them uh for backstory purposes um you know and that's part of the stuff that i've missed over time um because i haven't i hadn't watched a lot of it you know uh because they can do that right you know um well they so. were originally going to there was a point where they were either going to end the simpsons and spin off into a new show called like tales from springfield or something like that and it was gonna like each episode would basically revolve around a random ass background character that they had or they were just gonna spin it off and continue the simpsons too mm -hmm. and that's part of the reason why they started like giving a little bit of background and developing just these these random ass characters because that's what they were thinking of doing obviously they changed their minds but um, but that, I mean, that in and of itself, the fact that you could start a whole nother series with just your background character, <laughs> exactly, says something about the show, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. Um, so let's 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 start, I guess, digging in a little bit on like, I, I'm honestly Ralph Wiggum, oh, yeah, he's all mine too, he, you know. So many good fucking quotes. Uh, go banana, which go I banana. say all the time. <laughs> um, 
me fail English. That's impossible. You know, there's there's so many from from his dad, Chief Wiggum. Bake them away, toys. <laughs> you know, like, and that's some good fluting, boy. I say that shit all the time. Like, there's just there's so many good, so many good lines, so many good one-liners. Uh, that's where I saw the leprechaun. He told me to burn stuff. Oh yeah. You know, like you chew, chew, chew with me. And there's a picture of a train. <laughs> My cat's breath smells like cat food. <laughs> right. Like there's just, Jesus. I mean, so many fucking so many episodes. Yeah, uh, he, so he's many. on my list and probably for me, and I, I would always call Ralph a main character. I know yeah. he's not a Simpson, but because obviously he's so popular uh, because of this crap that comes out of his mouth. Yeah, he's one of my all-time favorites. I mean, yeah. just uh, you can't get by Ralph. I mean, hell, the Bloodhound Gang wrote a song just using his... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, it's... it's a, You can't escape him. No. Um... I'm going to go with uh, one that's uh, one-off, but kind of, I guess, came come, comes back around being mentioned is uh, Frank Grimes. We have to talk about Frank Grimes. Oh, Grimey? Uh, I'm like Homer Simpson. <laughs> he preferred to be called Grimey. Grimey, yeah. Uh, got to talk about Grimey. I mean, that's that whole episode's fantastic. And, uh, and then uh, his son, Frank Grimes Jr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and really, as far as characters go, is probably... It's top five for me. Um, it's got to be. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I uh, I want to talk some like main ones with you, but then I'm going to finish it off with like someone that's really obscure. There's no way you're thinking about it. And, uh, and, that, and uh, it'll be a it'll be a he. A he. Okay. Because because uh, I was wa what was the one I was watching? Um, oh no, it was a fucking Dankmas song. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the one with. Uh, what was Kim Basinger's character? Ah, uh, oh, fuck. Cause that, yeah, because she was early on, too. She's yeah. like season nine or ten. Because it, that dude, the dude from the hotel in that, where he's like, oh, I've upgraded you to the, to the lover's suite, so you can... And then he starts making all the, like... Oh, that guy, movies. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking that dude does she that, not play herself in that yeah she plays herself that's why no 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 she played some no she was like fuck what was her name oh she has a different name yeah she has a different name she was um she probably plays herself at some point too maybe i'm wrong on who it was then yeah i was gonna say because she shows up in an episode as herself yeah she does and it's, and it's okay. in season 10 so I wonder who the fuck that was. Yeah, that's the episode where it's like her and Alec Baldwin. Okay. And they show up as themselves. Yeah. I'm thinking of the episode where Homer gets to go. He gets to go to the. Um, they go to the thing in Capital City, and he's so he's attracted to this girl, and she's attracted to him. And then oh, he, is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, and her name is Mandy. Mandy. Yeah, yes. or Mindy. 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 Or Mindy? Mindy or Mandy? I don't remember. I think it's Mindy because it, Homer loves Mindy, Mindy, Mindy. Mindy. Yeah, you last temptation Homer. of Homer. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Mindy Simmons. Yes, Mindy that's what it was. That do the show. Michelle Pfeiffer. That's who Michelle did it. Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. okay. But, you were on the right track, and I yeah. would have not even yeah. She was in one of the first two Batman Batman movies. So yeah, yeah. Um, but dude, no, that was that episode was fantastic, and that you know, um, what I, so all right, so I'm gonna go with Homer because it's fucking Homer, dude. Homer's hard to beat, yeah. I, I mean, I <laughs> the fingers you well, this one, this one was him, but it he didn't say it, but it's related to him. The fingers you use to dial are too fat for this phone. To obtain a special <laughs> dialing wand, match the keypad with your hand. <laughs> I'll fat finger stuff at at work, and I'll do that, and I'll say that like, "Cindy, a dialing wand." 
Smash the keypad with your hand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, when um, one of my favorite songs of all time, Guess I forgot to put the fog lights in. <laughs> I'll just randomly fucking sing that. I'll be sitting at work, do that. I'll be sitting in the car and I'll be like, I don't know, I got to turn the lights on. Oh, guess I forgot to put the fog lights in. <laughs> Save me, Jeebus. How many times yes. a day do we oh, say Jeebus? I, I know. Like, <laughs> but, but the two that will always stick out to me I am so smart. I am so smart. SMRT. <laughs> and then, oh, look at me. I'm making people happy. <laughs> I live in a gumdrop house on Lollipop Lane. In case you couldn't tell, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It, and it's, it's almost to the point where his character, of all cartoons of all time, quite possibly would end up as being the most iconic, most memorable, you know, really, seriously. I mean, yeah. just really hard to beat, which is funny because the show was initially wrapped around Bart. Right. And you know. Bart, you know, Bart, to his credit, has still had some of the best moments, but Homer has taken over. You know, and I think it goes to show as the, as the writers... And as the audience kind of grew up with the show, the focus changed from Bart to the parent, you know? Yeah. Yep. And so I think that that's a lot of the, a lot of the evolution of the show has to do with the people who make it and the people who watch it growing up. Yeah. But the nice part about it is it's still, you can go back and show like I've been showing Peyton on on Disney Plus, like all right, let's go back to the beginning. Let's start watching, and then we'll start. You know, we'll watch. And even now, like some of the some of the jokes I have to explain because it's like so, like with telephones and shit. Like why yeah, it's is been that dated, yeah. You know, but like a lot a lot of the the humor is evergreen, yeah. and that's what's so great about it. Yeah. Um. Right, do you have any more main characters? Because I've got one. I've got a small, very minor one to, to, to finish us off here. I mean, Mr. Burns, but uh, you're not. I mean, uh, there's not much to say about Mr. Burns. You know, no. if, if you if you know the show, you know Mr. Burns, and you know, I, I don't know. I really don't know what I could say that would do him any kind of credit. Um, do him any justice. Same with Bart. You know, Bart's the main character. And um, the only thing I have left is is a couple quotes and um, a couple episodes that I thought stood out. So, but do you have any more quotes or episodes or anything that you want to spit out? I, I just just the only quotes I have are going to come with the uh, the, the character. <laughs> so, well, let's talk. Uh, all right. So, there's been a couple times when they've shown Bart in the future, and so the one was where he got super fat. And he's sitting in the tub and he goes, I wash myself <laughs> with the rag on the stick. stick. <laughs> so, like, you can't beat that. Um, the one where he's a stripper. And he's oh, like, yeah. He's got the cowboy. He's like, he does the <laughs> finger guns. Like, whenever they show Bart in the future, I'm in because I'm laughing my ass. Dude, yeah, you're right. Those are great. Those um, are great. And then, of course, perfectly cromulent. You can't, you can't not mention that. Yeah, um, this the episode where Bart switches out the um, the hymn that they're supposed to play at church with um, in a God of the in Vita, Vita. <laughs> and now this or now we will hear in the Garden of Eden by <laughs> I Ron Butterfly. <laughs> and Marge goes, "Homie, remember when we used to make out to this?" <laughs> So I, I mean that's that's what I've got for quotes and then episodes obviously the stone cutters. You know, oh yeah, you can't. The, the Patrick Stewart character is fantastic, right? It, you can't not love the stone cutters. And then a, a later episode that I just really liked was uh, the party posse. Yeah, and you know we've talked about it here too. The the last Treehouse of Horror was really really good. 
Yeah, um, I really enjoyed that. So they do, you know, and I, like I said, I haven't watched a whole lot in the last 10, 12, whatever years of what they've put out. But what I have seen has been good. Um, it's just, you know, when it's weird. That show for me, I think because of so much classic content to watch in the first 10, 12, 15 seasons, whatever, it's really hard for me to be like, yeah, I think I want to watch this new stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know what? I'd be remiss if I didn't mention um, the sea captain. Oh, yeah. He's given me a line that I use all the time. Yar, I'm not attractive. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm going to finish this one up here then. And really, one of the reasons why I thought about even doing this. So just watch this episode again. And I just... <laughs> Vincent Price. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> you should I know the grave could never tame me. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot about that. And then at the end of that episode, whenever Madden and Summerall are going over the highlights of the episode. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he, Vincent Price pulls up. All aboard, boys. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> Oh, quiet, Jody. You're not helping. 